Smoking Burnout Smoke Shop. Your friendly neighborhood smoking burnouts provide the best vape or smoke experience at any of their five Austin locations, including the newest shop at 13205 North 183 by the Dollhouse. Get into the North 183 location today for a free THCA hemp pre-roll with any purchase while supplies last. That's right, any purchase gets you a free pre-roll online at smokingburnouts.com. Sign up for the monthly coupon and get 20% off every month. Restrictions apply. Good morning, dear 101X listeners out there. How are y'all doing this fine Monday morning? I think all the schools are back in session. Watch out for school buses. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll keep the swear words to a minimum. <laughs> Just oh, for the those, kids. Those, those public school kids, they know way more swear words than you do, Emily. That's fine. That's true. 101X. Headlines. The death toll in Hawaii has been raised to about 89 people, making it the deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. And then next up, a mass casualty boat crash crash involving seven people happened on Lake Austin on Sunday evening, leaving four with serious injuries, one death on the scene, and a teenager still missing. Please stay safe when you go boating um, out in Austin. And then finally, Barbie is on track to becoming the highest grossing domestic film of the year. Come on, ladies. We can do it. We can do it. Uh, trailing behind the Super Bar- Mario Bros. movie by just an estimated $48 million. Come on, nerds. Come on, nerds. We can do it. <laughs> it seems like we might be taking the spot for the highest grossing domestic film of 2023, which is super exciting. And I mean, it's mm, kind of funny that in the end, Capitalism wins. If you make a Super Bar- Mario Bros. nostalgia movie mm-hmm. or a Barbie movie, you're going to be making big bucks. So as we've Look, here's the question. Seen. Stop talking about the domestic box office, okay? That fight's over, all right? You made all the money, Mario Bros. <laughs> it's time to talk about Oscars, all right? Let's win the awards. Get those gold statues. Oscars. Yeah, I'm not I'm not kidding. All right. A little Lumi in Mario Bros. Best Supporting Actor or Actress. Oh, you're talking about Super Mario Bros. winning. Talking about both. Okay. 101X. Sports. Speaking of winning, your Dallas Cowboys did not do that in their preseason opener, losing Aww. 28 to 23 against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's preseason, Emily. No, none of it counts. However, rookie running back Deuce Vaughn has stolen the hearts of Cowboys Nation with eight carries, 50 yards, and a touchdown. He's a little teeny tiny running back, but uh, he's got a big heart, plays big. It's very exciting for the Cowboys. Very good. Speaking of exciting, Arch Manning was very excited in the Longhorn scrimmage on Saturday, the fall scrimmage. Uh, he had uh, rave reviews after a so-so performance in the orange-white game earlier in the spring, and that included a 70-yard touchdown run on an improvised play for the highly recruited freshman quarterback. Also in baseball action, your Rangers uh, won two of three against the Giants, and the Astros did the same against the Angels, both of them losing yesterday. 101X. Going to bars without drinking. Is that still fun? Um, I'm asking you on Twitter at 101X Morning X to go vote. Mainly because I have started, I don't know, just not drinking as mm-hmm. much. So I've been the person that goes to the bars with my friends and I'm the designated driver and I do all of that. And I still have fun. I uh, have friends that get amazed when I'm like, yeah, I like to go dancing sober. And they're like, what? Yeah. How do you do that? And I'm like, confidence? Sorry, you don't have it. 
<laughs> Sorry, you don't have it. But. Uh, you know, actually, I was I was uh, this weekend going down to one of your almost one of your stopping grounds, Barbarella's. I'll tell more about my <gasps> my exciting Pride weekend. Oh my goodness! Uh, spoiler alert: didn't go. Oh. But um, so historically, I've always said, yeah, being the sober person around people that are drinking does not seem like fun. Now I realize now that that might be colored by the fact that most of those times is when I was working. That's in the true. service industry and yeah. working when you're sober around drunks is the worst thing ever. I think you can agree. Yeah, yeah. But just the fact that I've had two the last two. Two Saturdays, I have basically seen the sunrise after nights out. Wow. Um, yeah, I know. I know. It's a record for your guy. But, like, so just my point is, is that I might be starting this whole, I don't have money to drink, because it is quite expensive. It's very expensive. It is very expensive. And that's, that's why I have kind of started to become a little bit more sober when I go to bars, mm-hmm. or at least just have one drink, because it's so expensive. And honestly, you, you I never worked in the service industry. Honestly, at Michael's, that would be a very fun Sunday. If uh, some drunk person walked in trying to buy yarn, that would have been amazing for me. So I don't have that experience of like, oh, watching drunk people, I'm so means I'm working. Yeah. It's more entertaining for me. So now like I get to watch drunk people stumble into their Ubers and I'm like, oh, that's hilarious. I hope you get home safe. I'll tuck you in. Good I mean, night. It, 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 look, <laughs> watching drunk people when you're sober. Yes, absolutely. I was I was doing it uh, Saturday again when I was responsibly drinking. I saw what was either it was either a fight Mm-hmm. downtown on 6th Street or a torque contest. Either way, a bunch okay. of girls ended up laying on the ground. I have no idea what happened. So, Anyway, go vote in our Twitter poll. Mm, who doesn't love a good poll? More on her later on as well. Oh my At 101X Morning X, is it fun to go out uh, downtown drinking to bars without drinking? <laughs> well, anybody who was uh, anticipating watching Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg get into a fight, it appears that we are not going to have it after all. Oh! I wouldn't say that, all right? There's still some fighting words happening happening with Elon. Um, so it looks like Mark Zuckerberg tweeted that he wanted to move no, he threaded. on. He threaded. He threaded it. Oh, my God. Whatever. Yes. And then Elon Musk is going to respond on X. He's going to exit. Okay, whatever. Uh, he said that he wants everybody to just move on from the fight mm-hmm. where Elon Musk fired back and called him a chicken. He said, Zuck is a chicken. That's what he posted on uh, X, which is very well. This is hilarious. after Friday. They had apparently Elon Musk said that they had a, a deal to fight in Italy. Mm-hmm. Now there were rumors, or at least another classic Elon Musk joke prank about fighting the Coliseum. So yeah, <laughs> I, it's very clear that Elon Musk is the one that is, is is not worried about this. It's like I feel like this was another. He's like, oh, I can just say whatever I want on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, let's fight. He can't get me. And then he saw, oh, what? Mark Zuckerberg's actually been training and is like super ripped now and jacked and has an octagon in his backyard. I'm so and is totally on. prepared to kick my ass. Oh yeah. Oh, I have to have surgery. Uh-huh. Have surgery. I'm still on uh, Zuckerberg's side. I think he would win. He would definitely win. I mean, he's already getting in trouble by his wife for for fighting in the backyard. That's. Yeah. <laughs> That's some serious business there, you know? <laughs> Elon's only chance is to use that Tesla factory down by the airport to build some sort of, like, robot exosuit. Oh, my god. Which, gosh. again, I'm here for. If that's how you want to settle this fight, robot jock style, Me I'm all cheating? about it. No fist fighting? That's stupid. That's <laughs> stupid.
Classic Elon Musk, always a cheat. Well, we'll to be determined if this fight actually happens, but right now it's not looking good. Coming up later this hour, schools apparently started in Austin, Texas. Although some of you guys started last week, that's terrible. Uh, parents, feel free to chime in eight three five one zero one five. Are you excited to get the kids out of the house finally again? Uh, plus, Emily has been through the red door. That's an insidious reference, and she thinks scary movie babies. You're the worst. We'll get into all that later. But first, one zero one X. Headlines. The devastating death toll in Hawaii is currently at around 89 and is continuing to rise, making it the deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. And then next up, a mass casualty boat crash involving seven people happened on Lake Austin on Sunday evening, leaving four with serious injuries and a teenager still missing. Please stay safe out there, everybody. And then finally, oh boy, if you are on your way to drop your kids off at school and you're like, hmm, Duncan sounds nice. Well, in September, you can now get spiked Duncan with booze in it. Make those mornings easier. Just kidding. I'm not promoting drinking and driving at all. Um, but <laughs> Duncan will be pro- uh, providing four different types of spice, spiked iced coffee and then four different types of spiked iced tea. Unfortunately, you do have to go to the store to get it. Mm-hmm. But Texas is one of the states that will uh, be will, that will it will be launched. So, so okay, yes. dumb question because I'm, I'm not a coffee guy. Yes, uh, this is not for breakfast. No. Okay. No, no, no. no it's no, not no, like, no. hey, that's part of I mean, maybe like a is... brunch, you know, like a okay. brunch situation. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, but they're like malt beverages and they're about 6%. So a I was gonna, that those. was my thing. Is I was going to say, at least, you know, that's 6%. That's pretty impressive by you, Duncan. Yeah. And they're in like these little cans too. So you have to provide mm. the actual ice part, I believe. Mm. <laughs> uh, your move, Krispy Kreme. Yeah, really. 101X Sports. The Dallas Cowboys lost 28 to 23 to the Jacksonville Jaguars in their first preseason game of the year on Saturday, but Cowboys fans were excited to get to see new running back Deuce Vaughn for the first time. The 5 foot 5 rookie out of Kansas State had 8 carries for 50 yards and a touchdown. It was also rave reviews for the Longhorns Arch Manning during Saturday's scrimmage. The highly recruited highly recruited freshman reporter looked quote unquote incredible and had a 70-yard touchdown run on an improvised play. Starter Quinn Ewers reportedly also had a strong performance. And finally, the Rangers and Astros both went 2-1 in their weekend series against the Giants and the uh, Angels, respectively. That means that the Rangers remain two and a half games ahead of the Astros in the AL West standings. The Morning X with Nick and Emily, 6 to 10 weekdays. I watched the new Insidious, The Red Door, this weekend, and uh, yada, yada, yada. Mm, Disappointing. Aww. Yeah. But uh, the thing that is the most disappointing is one of the people I was watching the, this movie with mm-hmm. was a giant baby. And I, I, I am very disappointed because that's not how it's supposed to go. And this movie wasn't even scary. Yeah. And I, I'm sorry. You shouldn't sorry. bring babies to these scary movies, Emily, no matter no, how large they are. Not a I legitimate child. <laughs> I had the image of just like a six foot baby just well, this is a six foot baby because it was my friend's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And uh, luckily we watched this movie at home because you can rent it and stuff now. Um, and because the whole time he just kept screaming when there was a jump scare, which made me well, not see, enjoy that, the movie, too. That's my thing is I don't like the scary movies because it's either this this tension because of the music that's yeah. fake or it's uh, because there's just jump scares. And so it's like it's not that like 
they've done a good job trying to scare you. It's not that they're, they're tricking you into yeah. being scared. Just, ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All By doing sudden, something like a- surprising. Well, but that's the thing. Bad horror movies do that. Mm-hmm. Like, a, a good horror movie will have maybe one or two jump scares. Like, the very first Insidious movie, there's one particular jump scare where it's in broad daylight yeah. that is arguably the best jump scare in horror history. You know if you know. And that's the thing that I don't like about people that complain and they're like, oh, I don't watch horror movies because they're too scary. I'm like, you're missing out on an entire genre of movie that is incredible. Is it? Because incredible. every time I see these movies, very rarely is there an actual good actor or actress in it. What are There are all these people that's like, hey, can you? are you just good? Yeah. <laughs> Doing like the weird whip quiver no. and everything. Uh-huh. Just, you were going to be scared. I knew you were going to say this. Okay, I knew you were. So mm-hmm. I wrote a list of people and movies that I think are incredible in the horror okay. genre. Starting off, Hereditary. Every single actor and actress in that, incredible. Amazing. Fantastic movie. Okay, you literally pick like one of the best of these movies not of all done, time. That, that's not an, done. That's I have outlier. more. Go. American Psycho. Christian Bale. That's Why? not a horror movie? That is a horror no, movie. No, it's not. Yes, that it is. That is not one of these scary... No, it's the not. The Shining. The Shining. Everybody in The Shining did a fantastic job. Didn't Again, win any one awards. one of the greatest directors of all time in Didn't outlier. win any awards because the Oscars always snub horror movies because everybody in the mm. Oscars are too chicken to watch them. I think them. it's because Shelley Long ruined it for everybody. Pearl, fantastic. That's a that's a modern example. Us, Killing of a Sacred Deer, and you know what? Talk to me is making some amazing numbers in the box office. Like half it's of not going to get any of those as scary in, movies. Half of those no, qualify those as scary. Are movies. American Psycho movies. is not a horror movie. No, yes, it's a it horror is. movie. <laughs> School is back in session. Uh, don't worry, parents. We'll try to clean it up for you. Make it PG. A little rusty, but hey, we're doing our best. Uh, but Emily wanted to talk about the best part of school because you were talking to one of your friends about all that, right? Yeah, I have a friend whose daughter is starting first grade, and I was like, oh, is she excited to meet new friends, to do all this? And my friend was like, to be honest, I think she's just the most excited about showing off her brand new back-to-school outfit, <laughs> ah. doing a fashion show in front of everybody. Well, congratulations um, on having to wear hand-me-downs, little girl. <laughs> I don't know. I think she's she's got some cool stuff in her closet, but I, it got me thinking, like, yeah, that was a fun part about going mm-hmm. back to school, especially in elementary. Elementary school was a free-for-all because the entire time all you remember is playing with toys. I don't really know know what you learn. Like, I know you're, you're supposed to, like, learn math and stuff. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Um, all I remember is that my first grade teacher, she had a tarantula that she would put on her shoulder <laughs> sometimes. Uh, and that was the most I learned. So that was awesome. I need to check that teacher for windowless fans. <laughs> so there's two things that I remember being the best part about school, which I, I, I had undone diagnosed ADAD. I actually got skipped up a grade because uh, I was too good at doing all the schoolwork, too mm, smart, and so mm-hmm. I was distracting everybody. So like, hey, put this kid in the hard classes. I see. Um, which just probably explains a lot about me socially. But my two things, one, were uh, uh, being good at reading. Yeah. I was the best reader in both of my classes. Good and job. so I just, like, that's... I always felt bad for the kids that, like, struggled at reading. I was like, oh. So you'd sit there and, like, they're just struggling over each word. I'm like, all right. I'm about to crush it when it gets You're to like, my turn. Call on me, Watch teacher. See how it's done. Call see on how me. it's done. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the other one was playing Pac-Man and Jim. Did you ever do that? What? You know, like on the basketball court, they have all the lines? Yeah. So we'd play Pac-Man where you can only go on the lines, and then certain kids would be the ghosts. Oh. It's basically a, a weird game of tag. And there was a point, I want to say it was about third grade or so, where I would finally do, I was strong enough and like advanced enough as, a, as an athlete to jump from like the half court line or like the three point line to like <laughs> to the, the, field, the yeah you could just jump across the lines yeah and that was always how like ah you think you got me you think I'm trapped nope jumping over to the three point line nailed it 
Uh, let us know. 835-1015. What's the best part of school? And you can say learning if you want. From the makers of Emily Wants to Control Your Music at the Pool comes Emily Wants to Control Your Music on the River. Yes, because some of you do not know how to play good music. And I think that if you're going to be the loud, obnoxious one that brings a giant speaker for your group and, and doesn't play it at just the sound for your group only, and I'm forced to listen to it, you know, I think I should have a say. And um, that's what happened. I went over down to the Comal off of uh, New Braunfels this mm-hmm. weekend, and it was great. It was a good it's time. It's the Comal, City Slicker. All right. Maybe. I don't know. Comal. Um, and it was very obnoxious because sometimes we'd pass by a group and I'd be like, okay, fun. This is this is a good time. You're playing some mm-hmm. music that collectively everybody as a group are going to enjoy. Do you have an example? Uh, you know, there was one point where a was group was grace? no, a group was playing some some pitbull. You know, and it was fun, even because <laughs> like even if you don't like is that what bridges America pitbull? Yeah, even if I you mean, don't darling. necessarily like pitbull, you can listen to a pitbull song and be like, this is hilarious. Let me just like twerk to it once mm-hmm. you have a couple of drinks on the river. But then right, I if passed. You're, if, you're, if you're twerking in a tube on the river, I'm just I'm just impressed with your skills. That's some good coordination, right? But then I passed another group that was mm-hmm. only playing really really terrible modern country music you know you know the type including that one controversial song the try that in a small town and they were blasting it and i was like guys no the river is a place where we all come together despite our politics yes we should not be playing this country and the thing is that song if you even if you just ignore the lyrics it's just arguably it's a terrible song it's it's not a a revelation that all this pop country is just all the (sighs) same it sounds exactly the same bad Uh, but i'll tell you this emily when i'm when i'm in Floating the river country, okay? I've seen Deliverance, all right? You just blend in, okay? If they want to play that song, that's right! You do try this in a small town, all right? I ain't trying to get made squeal like a pig. No, sir. So that's Emily Edge, okay? I like your terrible modern country. Coming up next, uh, or later on today, uh, this hour, it was Pride. The Pride Parade was this weekend. Did you guys go? Were you prideful? I went. I lost my ID. That's how good it was. We'll explain all of the the shenanigans coming up uh, in just a little bit. But first. 101X Headlines. The devastating death toll in Hawaii is currently at around 89 and is continuing to rise, making it the deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. And then next up, a mass casualty boat crash involving seven people happened on Lake Austin on Sunday evening, leaving four with serious injuries and a teenager still missing. Please stay safe when you go out to any body of water, please. And then finally, it is National Tattoo Removal Day. Yay! I gave a big sigh because I'm just thinking about all of the tattoos that I've seen Mm -hmm. that I think need to be removed and probably will never get removed. But uh, personally, I don't have any tattoos that I would like to remove at this moment. But if you do, tweet us your regretful tattoos. Send in a picture. Yes, we'll put it all over the internet. Yeah, this at, thing that you regret that is yeah. permanently etched on your skin. Be proud of it. <laughs> at 101X Morning X on Twitter. How's your newest tattoo? You got, what was it? Uh, great. The yeah. plants on your arm? Yeah, the, the plants on my arm, the flowers on my arm. It's great. It's fully healed. Okay. Um, I did get a tattoo at the worst time possible, which was summer. So I couldn't swim for the first two months of summer. But what are the, what are the flowers? That's what I was getting at. Oh, uh, jasmine. We've got ivy, oh, okay. and then oh, morning glories. All right. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's, it's funny. I was talking. I don't have. I only have two tattoos. One is the legend of uh, the Triforce on, on my hand. That is, is bold. I don't regret it at all. That's where 
Link Keep says, that's where I keep mine, okay? Okay. And then I've got like a, it looks like somebody did it in middle school with just like an ink pen, a heart on my foot. Okay. That was after a, a night out on the town with, with some friends, and we yeah. all got drunk and took our tops off and tattooed my feet. Interesting. Uh, I was just talking to said friend this weekend about how like I want her to go back over it and like just not because I regret it, but just like it just it just is not the best work. And so I was like, let's yeah. let's, let's go over it, let's add to it, build it, redo it, and make another fun memory that hopefully we're all topless for. All right, that's enough of uh, my tattoo talk. One hundred one X Sports. The Dallas Cowboys lost 28-23 to the Jacksonville Jaguars in their first preseason game of the year on Saturday. But Cowboys fans were excited to get to see new running back Deuce Vaughn for the first time. The 5'5 rookie out of Kansas State had eight carries for 50 yards and a touchdown. It was also rave reviews for the Longhorns' Arch Manning during Saturday's scrimmage. The highly recruited freshman reportedly looked quote-unquote incredible and had a 70-yard touchdown run on an improvised play. Starter Quinn Ewers was also said to have had a strong performance. And finally, the Rangers and Astros both went 2-1 in their weekend series against the Giants and Angels, respectively. This means Texas remains two and a half games ahead of Houston in the AOS standings. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. So I made it down to the Pride Parade on Saturday night, and I had a really good time. Uh, long story short, I may have lost my my driver's license, my ID. Oh, no. You need that. You do. Uh, but it led to me gaining a gay sugar daddy who bought me drinks anyway. So, uh, oh. fun time. You win some, you lose some. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So I went down there, and I was meeting up with my friend Carrie and um, her her friend's Ernesto and Bam and a bunch of other people whose names I probably should know and don't remember at this point. Sorry, guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, and I managed to almost immediately lose my ID by either leaving it in the Uber or uh, just was in my pocket free floating style and like I pulled out my phone or something and it went down. Anyway, we were all trying to hang out. There's this uh, we were down at like Congress and Ninth Street. And there was this new bar called Saturn. I was like, oh, let me go in here and get some beverages because I did not pregame properly. And mm-hmm. I'm like patting around because there's this hot door girl lady there. And she's like <laughs> looking at me waiting. I was like, she's I don't like, have my ID. ID. And so my friend Carrie's, uh, her friend Ernesto was just like, well, here, I'll just go in there and grab you some ranch waters. I was like, all right, thank you. And so he, he just was plying me the drinks the whole night. And I still managed to have fun with all of them. And it was a good time. Good, good. Yeah. I also uh, later on would help said hot door girl cross the parade route mm. because like when I got there, when I showed up, I was on the east side and they were on the west side. So I was like, I got to go walk all the way up to 15th where the parade starts and then go across and do all this. And then like afterwards, I was like, you know what? That's stupid. Just like you, the, they had those dividers. Yeah. And you, like you can just move just those and, and just dart across. And like I'd seen a bunch of people doing that. And so she was like, I need to get to 7-Eleven for whatever. And. I was like, oh, well, here, let me let me help you, damsel in distress. Walk across the street. Yeah, so Did just, she I let just, you in after that? She, I didn't even try because we were just sitting there having drinks on the outside. But I was, I was like, you know, I let her in and then I came back and I saw her coming coming back the other way and I, yeah. I popped it open again and put it in. So. so how many drinks do you think your sugar daddy bought you? Uh, I was very responsible. He only bought me, I think, two or three. And uh, I, I offered to Venmo, and he was yeah. like, no, that's fine. I got it. And I was like, oh, thanks, Daddy. Yeah. Uh, and then I later, halfway through the parade, I went and abandoned them to go to the other side to hang out with my other hot friend, Brianne, and wow. her hot friend, Alex. So I, I am a bad, I'm a bad You're sugar bad baby. You're I'm a bad ally, too. Mm-hmm. No, we were still watching the parade. We okay. were all watching the parade, so good ally. But you left your bad gay sugar, sugar bad daddy. Bad sugar baby. Yes. Yeah, that's uh. all right. I'll, I'll see him again for tailgating. <laughs> 
She's done it. The quote-unquote crazy plain lady, that American lady's the uh, that mother effer's not real lady, has finally broken her silence about her viral video earlier this year. Hi, everyone. It's me, Tiffany Gomez, probably better known as the crazy plain lady, which is completely warranted. She's definitely a Tiffany. That's all I want to say. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shots fired. Tiffany. Mm. Would it have been worse if she would have been an Ashley? Mm, Distressed or not, I should have been in control of my emotions, and that was not the case. My use of profanity was completely unnecessary, and I want to apologize to everyone on that plane, especially those that had children aboard. Okay, here's my issue with uh, Tiffany Gomez. That was not the issue. We want to know, why did you think that mother effer is not real? That's what I want to know. Were you having a a breakdown? Did you take some Ambien to try to sleep on the plane? A little too much cocktails? Are you just uh, suffering from mental issues or disorders? Drugs? Like, what was it that you, or did you see as somebody who was not real? Yeah. Did you see a reptile person or an alien? It's okay. We want to know those answers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, this all came from somebody stealing her AirPods. So it is curious. I mean, I'm curious to be like, how did you go from I'm angry at this person to this person doesn't exist? Yes. Huh. Uh, she did say that she at least gets all the jokes before trying to try to, you know, get some sympathy out of it. Well, it has been really comical for everyone, and I have highly enjoyed so many of the memes. On the flip side, it is very invasive and unkind, and I don't know what I would do without the love and support of my friends and family. Man, I hate when I'm a bad person, I and I get caught being a bad person, and now the world yeah. knows that I'm a bad person. Look, I'm just going to keep that first part where she says she appreciates that they're funny, because I'm going to keep using it, okay? I, I love that. that. That's that's an instant top five response gif for me right now. Yeah. To post on, on Twitter and everything. That back there is not real. Why did you think he was not real? That's what I want to know. That's what I want to know, Tiffany. Please tell us. <laughs> A new poll showed that 11% of people exaggerate their height by at least an inch, claiming that they are taller than what they actually are. And honestly, if you have ever been swiping on the social medias, you know that this percentage should be higher because everybody, I think, you know, lies about their height at okay, some point. I have never, ever once hi- lied about my height. How, Birth, how so? Maybe. maybe, maybe. Well, because I'm, I'm six foot. I'm six foot exactly, and mm-hmm. that is, while I, I wish that I was one of those six foot two, six foot three guys, I'd be president yeah. if I was six foot three, because just people like tall people. Uh, but, like, it's never been an issue. Now, I understand there is, a, like, if, like, you told me that I'm 5'11", I'd be like, I'm rounded up. You're rounding I'm up rounded to six up foot? To six because no, there is, no, 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 I could, no. I could see if you're five or whatever that that's, or short kings or even worse of why you would do this. But like, I don't have to because I'm just, I'm just perfectly yeah. six foot. Well, mm. as somebody that used enough. to date around on the tinders and things, you can tell the difference between 5'11 and six foot immediately, immediately. But I, mean, I will say, lying? no, I don't think that you're okay. lying, but I'm just saying other people, it's super obvious and that you probably shouldn't do this unless you're like me mm-hmm. and I'm five, seven and a half, but sometimes they don't give you the option. So I've just rounded up. I'm officially oh. five, eight. Okay. So everybody else don't do five, this except eight. for Emily's allowed to do it. It's half she's... an inch, half an inch. You know, like, my, uh, my shoes give me that height. Half an inch can be the difference between a lot of things there, Emily. So I'm, I'm on board with you. <laughs> A 21-year-old OnlyFans model slash influencer in Brazil says she was banned from flying uh, because she was wearing a cosplay outfit. And uh, I got to tell you, 
I don't see what the problem is with it. I know why you say that you don't see what the problem is. Because I hashtag support women, Emily. That's no, why. No, no. This, this is stupid. And this is coming from a cosplayer and a supporter of, of, of people that want to do whatever they want with their bodies. Mm-hmm. She's wearing a bikini. Yeah. No. That's no. That's First clothing. of all, no, no, no. Nobody is allowed to be on an airplane if they're just wearing a bikini. That is absolutely ridiculous. And for her to just assume that, oh, it's because I'm hot, I can get on this plane in a bikini and nobody How will care. How dare she assume that hot people can just do whatever they want and get away with it? I don't know where yes. she got this crazy idea from. How dare Look, she assume? Is that the best outfit to wear? No, it's not. But it's like, like okay, the classic gas station. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah. You wear a bikini with some shoes, you can go in that gas station. Like, mm. it's not the, uh, I wouldn't recommend flying with it. It might help you with TAC uh, security check times. Yeah. You know, you don't have to sit there and check all your pockets. But it's it's clothing. It is technically fine. I don't think that it's necessarily inappropriate. Again, it might be dumb, like you said, but I it's don't know. definitely inappropriate. That should not be happening. And she's the people that make us lo- cosplayers look like idiots. Yeah, we're not idiots. <laughs> just people like her. Also, not to drag her anymore, but her wig. Ooh, it's a little cheap. Shots it's fired. A little cheap. <laughs> so we told you earlier how I lost my ID at uh, Pride Parade this week, and uh, this weekend it was a lot of fun though. It was almost worth it. Um, and then I mentioned how I, I, I was here. There were some friends originally, and then I ditched them to go hang out with my hot friend, uh, Brianne, and her hot friend, Alex. And I was really worried that I was not going to be able to enjoy going downtown. Uh, but it turns out they're not really fast and loose on that whole you got to show your ID to get into bars if you just are 39. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, uh, you, you've gotten to the point where they don't check your IDs anymore? I guess. Well, except for stupid Barbarella's. Yeah. We tried to go to Barbarella's, which, first of all, they're charging $5. What are we doing? They always it's, do it's, that. It's 2023. They always do okay. that. You get three bars for $5. That's a good price. Well, that one right next to them was charging 10 So, You mean Swan Dive? Yeah. I know. you got to figure out which door is cheaper because they're both the same bar. I know. That's the most ridiculous <laughs> thing ever. But that was, the only, that was the only door guy that was like, no, you can't come in here and dance. Yeah. Just, which, uh, maybe he was just like, oh, you're, you're old. Get out of here. No, no. It's just they're pretty strict on everything um, and, and stuff. But see, I that that's really lucky because during events, mm-hmm. I feel like they make everybody show their ID. Yeah, because so, we originally started out uh, after the Pride Parade, we went to Cheer Up Charlie's, which yeah. that was awesome. Our I friend, love uh, Cheer Up Charlie's. Bridget Bandit was there? Yeah. Was yeah, the, yeah. Uh, there was a, a, a Latin trap trans artist that was rocking on the stage there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They were really cool. Uh, had a lot of good time. Spent way too much money on drinks. So I'm with you, Emily, on the... Oh, yeah, that was... Let's go to one like that morning next and vote in our poll today. Mmm, who doesn't love a good poll? Uh, can you have fun without drinking and going to the bars? Emily, I'm, I'm, I'm bad, sad to say... Because you were a proponent that you could still go out there. Yeah, I still have, have a lot of fun at bars. Uh, 69% of the audience. Nice. Says, Thumbs down. No way. Oh, come on. Alcohol doesn't have to fuel every single fun time. All right, grow up. <laughs> well, there's grow other substances up. as well. Uh, but yes, yeah, so I don't have an ID. And I've now, this is now two weekends in a row that I have seen the sunlight on a Sunday morning. After being all out and partying and all night. Wow. Wow. So, uh, Look at I, might, you go. I might be on the I don't have money to spend on alcohol anymore. Well, <laughs> don't make my news time. That's for every day at this time. Emily tries to brighten your day with a uplifting, heartwarming story that makes you go awe, and I do my best not to ruin it by being me. Emily, what do you got for us today? Well, speaking of monkey wrench, let's <laughs> talk about apes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Jokes. Okay. Nick told me to do that one. Yes, let me introduce you to 42-year-old ape named Kanzi, uh, who has recently been taught by a YouTuber named Chris DeKal to play Minecraft. He's the smartest ape in the world who can literally understand spoken English. He even knows how to use a touchscreen, meaning I could teach Kanzi to be the first ape to ever play Minecraft. Okay, I'm going to let you finish, but I can already hear the goddamn Mr. Beast in his voice, and I hate this guy immediately, but carry on. I will say, this 23-minute long video is very very interesting if you have nothing to do in the office today, but basically what happened is uh, this YouTuber goes to this research facility, and they Konzi already has this touchscreen that he likes Mm -hmm. to play with and that they've been teaching him how to learn, and so... They thought, what if we just put Minecraft on it? And if he touches the middle of the screen, his character goes forward. They they taught him how to break blocks. They started having other people play with him. And then every time he did something good, he was rewarded with his favorite snack. And uh, he's not forced to do any of this. He... It's really cute. In the video, he actually gets up and goes over to his computer and, like, chooses to play Minecraft. And then when he's done, he's like, all right, I'm going to go outside. And then he (laughs) leaves and goes outside. As one does when you play too much Minecraft and you need a potty break. Mm -hmm. I understand. Uh, But it's so adorable. And it's actually amazing to see how Kanzi can not only understand English, but can also understand creeper language. (laughs) (laughs) That's a Minecraft reference. Yeah, they teach him how to grief. I don't, I don't really know what that means. Yeah, okay, we, we, look, here, first of all, thanks for taking up all the time with that. Uh, second of all, the, the, okay, teaching monkeys and apes how to do anything has never gone well. And I'm not just talking about Planet of the Apes, teaching them to speak and be intelligent. Yes. Yeah, universe. I'm talking about in real life. In 2005, there was a study at the Yale New Haven Hospital where they trained capuchin monkeys to use silver discs as money to study their economic behavior. And you know what happened? Hmm. Immediately, there were monkey prostitutes that would exchange sex for these discs and then no the discs for, for, for food. Yes. Immediate monkey prostitutes, okay? People have taught monkeys about territory. They immediately had monkey wars, all right? So you never teach a monkey how to do anything. Do you think that he's just going to become, like, way too good at Minecraft and, like, beat I all of the other Minecraft streamers? I think he's going to become, become to- one of those toxic gamer guys. He's going to become an inso. He's going <laughs> to stop. He's going to blame all the monkey ladies for not having sex with them. And he's going to be very mean and very aggro. And he's going to join Twitter. And he's going to play. He's going to pay for Twitter blue. That's what happens to the little Kanzi now. Thank you so much. Uh, also, what is his name? Chris DeCow? Mm-hmm. You really want to impress me? Teach a cow how to play Minecraft, all right? Ah. They already did it with Kanzi and his screens. Do it with a cow. Hey, Emily, you remember last week? Was it last week? Yeah. When I told you that I had uh, spent some time at the Yellow Rose and I looked into a stripper's large, luxurious eyes. And we instantly became soulmates and are going to be in love and live forever together in happiness. Your strip club girlfriend? I never called her that. Mm. Um, Yeah. Well, you won't believe this, but a lot of people didn't believe me and think that I'm just making this up for the radio. Your connection? Yes. Yeah, that she, you know, only liked you for your VIP money, right? But that's not how it goes. Well, I booked her for uh, an extended interview this afternoon. Wait, that includes me, right? Yes. I have to be yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, she insisted oh that it, She insisted that it wasn't just me. Oh, okay. Um, a woman yeah. in the room. <laughs> so we're going, to, we're going to discuss all those events oh. and more. With, uh, with my new uh, Yellow Rose Tripper girlfriend. We'll do that. And then it'll be uh, up on our YouTube page and as well on the podcast page. So make sure you go subscribe to all of that stuff right now so you're ready for when it drops. And I'll tell you what. Don't. I need you. 
to be my wingman in this, Emily. Okay. Oh, I was going to ask if I if I have to hold back on my questions. No, no, no. You do whatever you want. But I'm just saying, if you could be my Superman, <sighs> don't be my kryptonite. Oh. Okay. Just because you made that joke, I th- I think I'm not going to do that. See. Just show him funny. The Morning X with Nick and Emily. Six to ten weekdays.